If Mario and Luigi were to do a podcast, it might sound something like this. Yahoo! Infendo Radio is now on. Hello, everybody. Everything's backwards and wrong and weird because I'm hosting the show tonight and Lucas is not here, but (coughs) still got a fun one for you. I've got Justin with me this evening. How are you doing, Justin? I am doing pretty well. A little rainy out here at the sacred grounds of Hyrule, but, uh, but hopefully that'll clear up soon. And I have a dog. Okay. <laughs> good well, deal. Good deal. <laughs> that is nice. I have a cat. Oh, I forgot to plug. Nowhere to be found. I'm not even going to bother plugging my stuff. So, cause I haven't done anything with it. So if you listen, you know what to look for. Yeah. I go to the, go to the site, mate, give Justin some love and uh, maybe he'll decide to post something. Um, once he, he gets motivated, I know he will. If you uh, post a comment or something, that's for sure. Um, but in any case, I am Eugene. You know me. It's time to talk about um, Nintendo and other things um, non-Nintendo, as you will find out shortly. But first, we're going to talk about um, actually the Super Bowl, kind of, um, because the Super Mario Brothers movie dropped a commercial um, during the Super Bowl. And um, quite frankly, that and now, Rihanna was like the only thing that this. was worth watching the there. The Super Mario Brothers plumbing uh company or whatever dropped the commercial you're right yes my apologies you're not wrong and it was amazing actually so i'm um, i know justin has the instrumental queued up um but um i'm gonna play a short clip of it here now because it was just it was just that good here we go it's just like so it's like nostalgic like this is this was like childhood man right i was so impressed that they thank you super mario like i knew that they were going to do um you know the whole you know their plumbers and and you know find their way to the but but to actually make a reference to the super show was just right yeah they, they know they know the audience they're going for yeah, totally. I about died because I, I think I actually um, was, I saw it like on a, um, I don't know if it was like a Kotaku article or like something before the Super Bowl actually happened because uh, I, I, I didn't actually watch it. Um, and I was like, yes, this is it. This is amazing. I, I cannot wait for this movie. It's just going to be like so good, I feel. And even if it's not so good, I'm still going to love it. I mean, I still like the old stuff. So, you know, you know me, I- I'm going to. I feel like at the very least it's going to be an amusing hundred minutes or so. Like, yeah. Like even if it isn't great, it's going to be entertaining. Yeah. I feel like if they can, um, stay true to the Mario universe, which it looks like they're doing, you know, it looks like they're even going to go, um, you know, they're doing mushroom kingdom and outside of mushroom kingdom, you know, like looks like Brooklyn and stuff. So yeah, give it to me. Like, I'm so excited. Um, the other thing that came out of that is a couple of movie posters. Um, actually I hadn't seen the one that you showed me earlier, Justin, that one was really cool, but, um, yeah, a couple of, they're starting to release all the movie posters because the movie's coming out here in April. So it's like, you know, we're a couple months away. (coughs) Yeah, it's, it's it's exciting. The more I see of this movie, the more excited I am about it. I mean, I've been cautiously optimistic, um, and you know, because it's Illumination, a little apprehensive. 
but sure again it definitely looks like they know who their audience is so you know mm -hmm. hopefully this will you know that they'll they'll uh they'll make us geeks happy yeah i, I and i don't know how um you know video games and movies work but you would have to imagine that nintendo was able to share some of their assets with illumination you know so at least they weren't like you know starting from scratch who knows maybe they did start from scratch with everything here so that's why it looks so amazing but i don't know it, it this looks better than any illumination project that i've ever seen that's for sure i'm i'm really hyped for it yeah bowser looks pretty dead on toad looks like he does in the game uh, Peach, Mario, and Luigi are definitely not the same models that they used yeah. in like Luigi's Mansion and and Mario Odyssey and all that. Those uh, look like they were custom made for the movie, but mm -hmm. I mean, they, maybe they all were, but you know, some are more faithful than others. I don't know. Sure, it's it's it looks like it's going to be fun. Of course, I enjoyed the one from the '90s for all its horribleness. So, you know, sure. Take my opinion with a grain of salt. Like, even if it's bad, I'll probably still enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of it for that one. I know Justin has a little bit of um, news on his end. What do you have going on over there, Justin? Uh, I mean, it's not really news as much as lack of news, but... Um... <laughs> So I've mentioned on a couple of occasions this uh, AEW uh, Fight Forever game. Uh, AEW is, you know, the the, the new wrestling, uh, you know, basically not the WWE, <laughs> right? But um, you know, they're getting they're getting pretty big and kind of stealing a piece of that pie. But um, a couple of years ago, they announced that there was going to be a new game in the AEW universe, franchise, whatever you want to call it, um, that's made by the director and a lot of the same developers who worked on the N64 wrestling games. So we're talking like w WCW NWO Revenge, WWF No Mercy, you know, those classic games. You so specifically, right? That like same... Japanese uh, developer, I think, right? Aren't yeah, they from Japan? Aki entertainment or whatever it is or at least mm -hmm. people who had been part of that group so even though i couldn't care less about wrestling and i know absolutely nothing about AEW, let alone any wrestler from any you know franchise anymore i loved those games uh yeah they played the heck out so of good. them in, in in high school and college and i'm i'm definitely gonna be getting this game anyway um it's been it was announced about two years ago. It's like all of the like GameStop and Amazon and everybody have it for pre-order, but there hasn't been a release date for it. They still haven't announced a release date for it, but it has been rated by the ESRB. It's got a T rating, as you can probably expect, which means it must be pretty close to release. They're expecting it quarter two of this year, which could be anywhere from... Uh, I don't know, like March to August or something like that. I can't remember what how what the span of time is, but uh, I'm excited. Keep your eye out for it because um, I'm gonna end up getting it. Hopefully, I'll enjoy it as much as I did the old ones. But we're getting closer to it. Not 
typically the type of thing that I get excited about. But, <laughs> um, you know, it's news. It's it's exciting news to me, so I figured I may as well share it. And it's a slow yeah. it's a slow news week anyway, so. Right. Yeah, no, I'll... May as well I... talk about games that were announced two years ago, five years ago, seven years ago, whatever. If they can hit, like, just a little bit of the they did no mercy right isn't that the the, yeah. the legacy if they can just hit a, yeah. a little bit of that nostalgia like yeah sign me up oh exactly like it, that those games were fun even if you knew nothing about wrestling or the wrestlers because it was just it was just fun like it was great pick up and play but if you learned the nuances of every character and their special moves, you could, you know, really get good at it. Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite thing to do in that game was to set it to knockout only and do a ladder match. And so pretty much the only way to win is to either grab the belt from the top of the ladder or beat your opponent until they can't get up anymore. Right. And you've got plenty of weapons to do it with. <laughs> Those old Nintendo 64 my friend and PlayStation I had a match that went games for like 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. No, oh, my God. Yeah, the, you could do because you can like set the timer to like, you know, unlimited. Like you can set like the the rules to whatever you want. Like those were the days where like, oh, man, those were so fun. I love those games. Yeah, so I can't wait for that. Again, not really exciting news, but, you know, we, what else do we have to do? Mario trailer and um, did they see the no the new Zelda trailer came out yeah we talked about that last week so there's not really anything new about that either um, other than you know between the Mario movie and the and Tears of the Kingdom uh, like I'm I'm really excited about this spring <laughs> yeah totally totally. All right, um, and then yeah, we'll just get straight into change the system, I guess. So, oh well, I suppose let's talk about the games we've been playing this week since it's a slow news week after all. I have a feeling we're gonna have a longer change the system though. Um, at least I might. So let's. I've been playing some some new and different stuff lately. So let's you first. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I'm going to go first, but we're going to talk about something that's going to overlap, actually. Let's talk about something that we've both been doing. I've been 3D printing a lot lately, like just a lot, a lot. This 3D printer has been, and you guys, you guys can probably hear it on this show, and I'm sorry because it's like literally right behind me if you're watching the YouTube, but it's just been going nonstop, like 24-7 pretty much because my wife has this project, um that she wants me to complete for her to display her Funkos. So I have, um, you know, just these like modular Funko stands that I um, found on Thingiverse and they're nearly completed. I'm so excited to finally put a button on this project. Um, two, no, actually two and a half filament rolls later, we're going to be done. So um, yeah, I'm How pretty excited. How many are you making? She has 25 Funkos that she wants to display. And she wants to display them um, stacked. So it's going to be basically a layer, two layers of 12, or I guess, you know, two, uh, a layer of 13 and a layer of 13, I guess, for, or whatever. But the problem is when you stack them, then you have to build a support 
um, that goes on the bottom, which is basically like a skeleton kind of thing. It's got like, you know, just four corners or whatever. It uses less plastic, but I still got to print it. So um, I've got 26 um, stands I have to print. And then what's half of that? 13 supports I have to print um, in total. Wow. That's, I haven't gotten, well, I, I, I guess since you already kind of, uh, kind of threw it out there, um, I've yeah. been doing some 3D printing myself. Um, I uh, cashed in some bonuses from my job on Amazon and got myself a 3D printer um, and have spent the past two weeks trying to figure out how to use it and, and optimize it and set it up. Um, I don't have room in my house to put it. Um, and we've got a dog downstairs and a cat upstairs. So, <laughs> you know, it doesn't have a it doesn't have a cover to keep the fur out of it, so I didn't have a good place for it there. Oh no, so my my thing is my got cellar. fur everywhere actually. Cat fur is a thing. Yeah. Anyways, go on. Uh well I maybe I might have to move mine up here. Mine right now is down in my cellar. Um which is good because it's nice and cool, so you know the, the plastic cools faster not as likely to warp problem was i was having the hardest time trying to optimize the bed temperature and the nozzle temperature and the speed so that so the first and thus far only thing i've printed is the boat everybody knows the boat it's yeah the first thing that apparently that everybody prints um Keep that boat. So it's I, precious. So it's that. like you, you're supposed to keep it in a in a frame, kind of like your first dollar if you're a business <laughs> owner. That's what how I have my boat. Oh, not not only am I keeping the boat, I'm also keeping my first ever 3D print, which I'm pretty sure I shared a picture on Discord. <laughs> yeah. I I right <laughs> yeah, it's just a ball of stringy plastic <laughs> everywhere. It looks like a cat. That's 3D printed. Like, <laughs> So, so that was my I first think, failed attempt. I'm like, I have to keep this. I think you, because you asked me uh, when you first got it, you're like, so what did you mean by I'm not going to actually print anything this weekend? I'm like, you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> yeah. So now I think I know what the method is for, for printing in the environment that it's in. I have to kind of re-level it a little bit because the table that it's on is warped. But it like I took a level and put it on it and like... There's like a maybe a one degree slope, so I don't even know if it's even worth doing it. And the bed has auto leveling. I basically got the nicest, biggest consumer grade uh, 3D printer I could get because I figure this is probably going to be a one and done thing. Like I'll buy this and I'll use it until it dies. So I figure I may as well, you know, get get a good, the best one that I can afford. <laughs> um, so it's a Ender, an Ender 3 Max Neo, um, and it's got the heated bed and auto leveling and all that. Um, and my uh, my friend, Shinazi One listener um, on the show, uh, introduced me to Cavo. Uh, I haven't quite used it yet, but I have downloaded it. So I'll learn how to basically set up my 3D printer so that rather than me having to set timers. So what I ended up having to do was the first layer, I had the bed at like 85 degrees that's celsius for those of you who don't 3d print everything's in metric so i had it at 85 degrees and then the nozzle was at like 185 and then after it had a nice solid 
uh, foundation for the first few layers and started mm -hmm. doing the, the cross hatching. Then I started every 20 minutes or so lowering the bed temperature and raising the nozzle temperature. And then once it got to the, the, the cabin of the boat and all the little intricate things, which is where it failed on me every single time I tried before, I started slowing it down. So now that I know how to do it, I can go into Cavo and program it to do that automatically so I don't have to keep running up and down stairs because my office is on the second floor and the 3D printer is in the basement. And I've got a little, um, uh, it's not a baby monitor, but like a security camera that's pointed at it. So I'm sitting there um, <laughs> at my computer doing work with my iPad next to me with the video live video feed of the 3d printer so i can be like god it fell over <laughs> <laughs> sure. but uh but uh so i'm getting the hang of it the the first thing i want to print like for real are and i think i mentioned this uh, last week are grips for my joy con right so that like i have i have the regular you know ones that it comes with they're not that great and then I've got the ones for the battery packs, which are mm -hmm. better because, you know, they're a little bulkier. You can wrap your hand around them. And they're fine for playing stuff like uh, Skyward Sword. Yeah, where you basically got like the Wii Remote Nunchuck setup. That's right. What it's not good for is the way I normally play with the Joy-Con, which is, pardon me, which is in bed, laying down, head on the pillow, uh, switch, you know, on a on a uh, mounted, uh, you know, thing uh, above me, a Joy-Con in each hand, kind of laying here like a corpse so that <laughs> sure. you know, I can just sit here and play. Problem is, my hands cramp up when I'm playing it like that. So I really, like, this was, like, the big thing that made me like, all right, I need a 3D printer because I want to print this thing. And if I have it, I'm going to want to print all these other things. So, sure. <laughs> um so that's going to be my next project. Hopefully I'll get to try that this weekend. Um, Eugene, uh, who also works at the same place I do, can can verify that work has been really busy lately. Um, yes. But that's my 3D printing experience. Um, and because of the Joy-Con thing, I guess it is related to Nintendo. Um, should I go ahead with the rest of my change the system or do you want to yeah real i just want to tack on one second on to your 3d printing experience maybe a little 3d printing um advice if you will um i think you said that you have a program that you're going to use to probably get like another g code to like you know tell your printer to like do different things um i use cura it sounds like you're using a different program but um yeah that's what i would recommend right because you can have it so that like you know at this layer, yeah, like it first, will... yeah, mm-hmm. So that yeah, usually that, I that have... was the issue I was having was I would set it a certain way where, like, if I set it to the default, mm -hmm. it would not adhere. If yeah. I set it so that it was hotter, then after it reached a certain point, it would detach from the bed. So my the, what I ended up having to do was lower the bed temperature so that it would solidify, mm -hmm. and then yeah. So so usually yeah, if I could automate to... that. Yeah, usually to my uh, my first layer, I will print slower 
also because um, you know the first layer for me is it, it's usually the crucial layer if the first layer is gonna go then everything else is gonna be fine so you know the first couple of layers you can set to go slower that usually helps too so like you know there's a bunch of stuff you can do see me I was um, going full speed until it reached the halfway point where it kept actually it <clears throat> failed two or three times in a row at the 68% mark like sure. exactly so so basically what I what I did was I it, 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 I knew that it would go at 100% up until that point. So once it got to that point, I dropped it down to like 80, maybe even 70 to do yeah. the real intricate details. Yeah. You, when, once you start printing, you know, custom stuff, um, that's what sounds like what you're going to get into next. You know, downloading a file off the internet, putting it into a program, putting it into a file that you can put into your printer that's where you're going to need a program like Kira or whatever you're using it sounds like you're using something different but in any case when you do yeah, that Kavo was the one that Schnazzy one suggested C-A-V-O and I guess it's I, I use a Mac so he said it's Mac compatible but it's mm -hmm. also um, Windows as well so yeah, they're all there's a there's a pun, a bunch of them. You you can use a ton of them. The I would just recommend that you uh, check your settings in there too because there's just a like just learn your settings in there first of all like so maybe print like one more test print of the boat and make it like 1.5 bigger or something or 0.5 smaller and um you know just uh, mess with your settings in, in that program because once you get into the program that's a whole other thing because then you're talking about like retraction speeds and like do I what kind of support do you want to print and do you want any um, bases? Do you want like a raft? Do you want like a, a skirt? Do you want like all this other stuff? So um, my recommendation print one more boat and it's probably you know it's probably boring but print one more boat put it into the program change the settings so that you learn how the settings work then get into the fun stuff. That's the, that, that would maybe be what I would recommend. Well, I'll definitely give that a try this weekend. Possibly tomorrow. I've got, got some time off in the morning to play with it. But, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, that's... So, that's... I've actually been spending more time on the 3D printer than I have with any video game systems. But that's <laughs> not to say that I have not sure. been playing video games. Well, then, tell me. some stuff worth talking about. So, um... Starting off with the Nintendo stuff, um, as as we all know, they released Game Boy uh, games on the NSO service, and if you have the expansion pass, you can also have Game Boy Advance games. So I've been playing through the e-reader levels on Super Mario Advance 4, um, which, by the way, thank you, Nintendo, for releasing those. I had them on the Wii U as well, uh, but it's nice to be able to you know, have them like truly portable and with like a real rewind function and all of that. Um, because those, those, so I had multiple Game Boy Advances and an e-reader, uh, during that time. So I was buying these cards and actually using them. Uh, and when that service went away, I'm like, these things are going to be lost to time. Nobody's ever going to have an e-reader again. There's no point in them ever releasing the Game Boy Advance versions of these games again because the Super NES version exists. Well, I was wrong, and, like, this is the best way to play it. Like, the best way to play Super Mario Brothers 3 is the Game Boy Advance Super Mario Advance 4. Totally. With the e-reader 
edition. Uh, the only thing it doesn't have is there were e-reader cards for power-ups. So what you could do is you could swipe oh, a card. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, and get it like would a, add. Yeah. yeah you, not only could you get like all of the, the normal Super Mario Brothers 3 items just by swiping totally cards. Totally forgot about that. You get the Super Mario World Feather in Super Mario Brothers 3. You could add vegetables that you could pick up and throw to the actual Super Mario Brothers 3 levels. Like there yeah. were so many cool things you could do with that. Totally forgot that, about that. that. Yeah, we miss out on. It would be nice if they could, like, make it, like, an amiibo thing, which is basically the same thing. Like, here, tap this amiibo and you get, you know, a random power-up or something like that. But, um, you know. I, I would buy a Super it, Mario it World Feather is. amiibo. You know I would. Now, exactly. Like, it, even if it, like, you know, they can do the amiibo cards now. Like, you just buy a deck of cards, be exactly like the e-reader thing. I didn't uh, even Nintendo think about it, but, but... Uh, Amiibo is the spiritual successor to e-reader, isn't it? Like, kinda. Yeah, and and it's sad that each of these uh, things that they've done has kind of died. Um, I mean, Amiibo was successful because it was a collector's item, but um, you know they've kind of, you know, they release maybe one a year now. Um, even uh, Metroid Prime didn't have a an amiibo it isn't even compatible with amiibo from what mm -mm. i found out which is mm -mm. sad because um darn you eugene i broke down and bought metroid prime remastered last <laughs> week um, so did i <laughs> uh, it's so I, pretty I, I, swore I, I swore i wasn't going to i'm like i've bought this i bought this game on the wii no i bought this game on the gamecube and never finished it i bought this game on the wii and never finished it why would i buy it again but there is a casual mode which i'm not sure if any previous version had that but hopefully you know if the casual mode on metroid prime is anything like the rookie mode on metroid dread that made the game so much more palatable for me and also the ability to play it portably uh play it in bed play you know all these things right. that i couldn't do with the other versions you know, maybe this is what I need to actually finally finish this game. Um, thus far, I've gotten to the first save point in the prologue, <laughs> but um, you know, that's that's not that's not nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's it's a great game, and and oh, the controls on the Switch version are the best Ooh, the, the dual the, stick feels good dual i had stick forgotten feels good. that the gamecube did not have dual stick controls i can't remember what the c stick did but i i remembered when i was flipping through I the different remember. control options that on the gamecube um i think you, you switched your gun or switch your visor or something like that with the with the c stick yeah maybe yeah something like that and they're like oh dual stick controls this is what this game always needs. Dual stick controls with the lock on. Yeah, I'm 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 all for it. I am I am a I am honestly a sucker I'm a, for anything that makes games easier. <laughs> I, I'm a sucker for the motion controls and it has that too. So like I this is just like I it's it's the best version of this game bar none because you can do the motion controls you can do the um stick controls if you want to go back to the Just gamecube like control board. yeah if you want to go back to the gamecube controls because you're a stickler for that you can do that with the gamecube controller if you want to like oh my god it is just like a it's just a great version of this game um 
I wasn't going to buy it either. <laughs> I, I mean, who am I kidding? I was always going to buy it. But I wasn't going to buy it twice. And um, I, <laughs> I bought the physical version too. Um, oh, so, <laughs> what if, well, I'm not going to open that one. Um, so, yeah, it's, I got a little bit further than you did. I got to actually the, um, the planet and I explored a little bit. I got the... Um, What's the first thing that you get down there? Whatever the, um, I didn't get the the actual item, but I got to like where um, there's like the guys coming out of the ground, and then I think after I kill all like the big guy coming out of the ground, I get I think missiles or something. I can't even remember, but um, I turned it off actually at that point. Um, and and there's been a lot of you know talk on online about oh well, why is it. You know, Retro Studios can remaster this game with new graphics and and all that, but Nintendo can just release it. I'm 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 putting this out there right now. I have no way of confirming this, and I don't know if I ever will. But my guess is there was a B team on Retro Studios that they're like, "Hey, look, we've got all these assets that we built for Metroid Prime Four, but Metroid Prime Four isn't going to be done for 14 years." So here, take all these assets we've already built and just remaster <laughs> Metroid yeah. Prime 1 with it. Like, I yeah. don't think Retro Studios went out of their way to remaster this game. I think it was just a matter of it's 10 times easier to take what we've already built and just, you know, copy, paste the level and enemy into it than to, you know, just either port the game or rebuild it from scratch. I've heard rumors that this has been done for a while, too, actually, and that... Um, yeah, we've been hearing about this for a few years. It, right, and that it was, like, supposed to be coming out, like, in cadence with uh, Metroid Prime 4, but that game just is taking its sweet time. So, um, yeah, like, I don't... Like Justin said, I don't think that this, like, took away from any of the development of Metroid Prime 4, nothing like that, you know? Like, this was probably developed by a completely different team, you know... Like, don't worry. Metro Prime 4 is still never going to come out. Um, so, uh, <laughs> it'll, be, yeah. it'll be out on the Switch's, Switch's successor. Um, <laughs> yeah, for real, though. It'll be their Breath of the Wild. Um, yeah, the, the thing to remember with any of these re-releases, remasters, whatever, is nine times out of ten, they're outsourced. Either it's a B team on the development team, like, here get your feet wet on this game that's pretty much already made you can learn how to code learn how to bug you know fix bugs learn how to do the stuff but you can't break anything because it's already built so you know you go and work on that while the rest of us work on this brand new thing or like nintendo has outsourced all of their zelda remakes to like rezo and I can't remember who did, I think I want to say it was like Terminus or something like that. I can't remember who did the, the Twilight Princess one, but like, oh yeah, this doesn't take away from the games that the A team is making. They, like they're farming those out for, you know, to, to get them out the door. The A teams are working on the big stuff. Um, anyway, that's enough Metroid Prime. I've now talked about it longer than I've played it. Uh, <laughs> Because I've got some more exciting stuff to talk about, actually. Um, first of all, I I never expected my wife to be interested in this, but she wants to watch The Last of Us. And I said, you can't watch The Last of Us because I have not played the game yet. So I said, I'll make you a deal. I will stay up 
and play like an hour of The Last of Us every night or whenever I have the opportunity or whatever. And, you know, by, I don't know, the end of the month or whatever, I will have finished it and we can watch the show. Um, so I'm playing the PS4 version on my PS5. And the reason I'm doing that is... Isn't the there a PS5 remastered. version of it, too? Like, yes. is, oh my god. There's a PS5 I, is... remaster, there's a PS4 remaster, and then, of course, there's the original PS3 version, which I don't think is, is on any of the current systems. But sure, the PS4 version was not only $20 as opposed to the PS5 version $60, it's also a PlayStation Plus, um, whatever the lowest tier of PlayStation mm. Plus is. So, so you get it for free. I just had to basically... Yeah, I basically just, you know, upped my subscription one tier and I got this game that I've been wanting to play anyway. So, um, so I played a couple of hours of that. Um, I'm definitely, definitely getting, getting the Naughty Dog vibes. Like I've gotten into a couple of shootouts and I can, I can like, I can feel Uncharted kind of like uh -huh. seeping yeah. into the gameplay. Obviously, very different story, um, whereas Uncharted is more like kind of goofy adventure, Indiana Jones, the mummy sort of thing. This is more, you know, a Walking Dead sort of uh, story. But um, definitely the gameplay has many similarities. Um, but I haven't played a whole lot of that, uh, but I plan on playing more of it tonight. So hopefully I'll be able to finish the game before either the game or the TV show get spoiled for me. Uh, we're, um, we're, I've never and done either. And, uh, sorry, real quick. I just want to tack on last of us um, from somebody who's never, never played the game nor watched the show, but I'm kind of in the same boat where like, do I, cause I own the game. I, it's like on my pile of shame for my PS3. So I can just pop it in right now. If I really wanted to, do I really want to watch the show and spoil the game before I, play the game and oh, my, watch the show type of thing you know my wife was really annoyed that i wanted to play the game first i'm like hey i like this is important <laughs> to me like i do not like like most of the time i'll go see a movie before i read the book um you know but and we watched uh we watched all the available seasons of outlander which is her favorite series both tv and books um, we watched all of The Walking Dead. I've never read any of The Walking Dead. She's only read the first compendium. Uh, She's you know, like, my my so wife is doing often, The Walking Dead I'm, right now. Actually, she we're on season ten of eleven. Oh my gosh! Go ahead. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a lot. The, the show is in yeah the the show is intense. We 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 finished it. We ended up getting an AMC Plus subscription just so that we could watch the new episodes before they got spoiled sure um anyway this is this is not uh tv radio could be <laughs> um but uh there was one other example i was going to give but again oh i, re I remember now uh watchmen um i saw the movie mm. watchmen before i read it um so for once i wanted to consume the source material before i watched the adaptation I guess so, I get it. I, 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 I'm kind of in the same boat, but I know myself and I'm not going to, we're going to we'll probably watch the show first because I just know I'm not going to have time to play a, what, what is it? What is it on? How, how, how long is it? Is it like a 20 hour game or? Yeah, roughly 20 hours. 
See, a 20-hour game versus a, like, probably a 15-hour series. I don't know how many episodes it's going to be. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I may break down. Like, we may get, like, halfway through the... I may get halfway through the game. I'm like, all right, I'm I'm ahead enough (laughs) that we can start watching the show. Right. Um, It's like, I know enough about this universe where I'm kind of comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Um... So the final like gaming thing that I wanted to mention is having a PS5 has spoiled me um, on the whole SSD thing. Um, and I have a I've had an SSD in my in my computer for years. Um, this is the first that was the first gaming system I have with an SSD, and I'm like, all of my big games are on the Xbox. Far Cry. Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption, these games that take like five minutes to load. I'm like, I need a Series X. <laughs> so um, I got one refurbished, factory refurbished from Microsoft um, off of eBay. So I saved a little money there. Did a, sure. did a PayPal pay in four so that I'm not dumping tons of money all at once. Uh, but uh, so I got that um, and uh, I did buy the ps5 version of grand theft auto 5 specifically so i can finish the game in all its you know enhanced glory so i'm actually on the the, last mission didn't you play the ps4 version on the playstation also so it seems like that's kind of your i I played the ps3 version um, and that's the system that I beat it on. Oh um, yeah, that's right. Cause it. Oh my god, that's right. That's originally a PS3 game. Yeah, that's gross. A, it's an old ass game. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have bought Grand Theft Auto V for the PS. I originally bought it for the Xbox 360. Found out it was on two discs, required an installation, and the and did not look as good as the PS3 version. So I returned the 360 version. And exchange it for the PS3 version. I played through the PS3 version. When I got an Xbox One, I ended up getting it for the Xbox One for you know all the enhancements and the GTA mm-hmm. Online mm-hmm. stuff. Um, then when I got a PS4, I got the PS4 version, thinking that I could transfer my game saves from PS3 to PS4. I could not, but I had already spent the money on it. So I had it on the PS3, the, the PS4, the Xbox One. I bought it on the PS5. Well, I didn't buy the story mode. I bought the online mode. So wonder why Rockstar has made so much damn money on that game. Who is never <laughs> online when I go to play it. And now I have it on the Series X. But um, the That's last amazing. time I played the game, I the last time I played the game, I was on the penultimate uh, mission, the the big the big one, the big heist, whatever. Um, so, like, I literally have one story mission left left to go. It's the one as Franklin, where you have to make a big decision. And so, I transferred my game save over to the Series X. Um, I copied it a few times so that I can uh, basically play through all the different endings and still have backup saves, um, right, or whatever. But um, yeah, it loads so much faster, and it. Look, like I didn't think it could look that much better. It looks awesome on the on the Series X. Sure. Um, so I'm gonna, I'll 
I'll probably finish that tonight or this weekend or something like that. Just to get I that love my Series X for sure. I, 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 I look over the, across the aisle, though, too, at the PlayStation, and it's like, man, there's some cool stuff over there, too. Yeah, um, the PlayStation exclusives don't excite me as much. The controller is awesome. Like, PlayStation sure. really kind of nintendo to their controller for once. Like, they actually did something unique with it. I still hate the joystick plate placement and i wish that there was hate an it. asymmetrical hate it. alternative i found a controller an asymmetrical controller by a company called nacon i have one of those for each of my ps4s and you can use it on ps4 games on the ps5 the ps5 games require the dual sense so right. whenever i'm playing you know uh cyberpunk i gotta do you know the the crampy hand thing mm -hmm. but the the triggers are awesome. Like when you're driving a car, it pushes back against your finger like a gas pedal or, or, right. or a brake pedal would. Like, so like it's a really neat feature. And I have a feeling like any game that comes out with dual sense um, enhancements, I will definitely want the PS5 version over the Xbox. Sure. Sure. But everything else. Yeah. I'd rather have Xbox. Sure. Anywho, yeah. I, um, I've been talking forever. Eugene, what have you been playing? <laughs> I don't have a whole lot, honestly. So it, this is probably going to be short from my um, perspective. We already talked about my 3D printing exhibition. That's honestly been the biggest uh, thing in my life lately. So not a whole, whole, whole lot of time for games. Because as you know, there's a lot of tweaking and tuning when it comes to 3D printing. Although this one behind me now is going pretty good. But, it, you know, it's a 15-hour print. But, uh, yeah, you know, that's just it's kind of been a lot of what I've been doing. Although, I do want to talk about a couple of games, um, namely GoldenEye. So I finally got the chance to play that, um, the remat, I guess not a remaster of it, the remake, whatever. I forgot to mention. Um, mm -hmm. I, it's just going to be like 10 seconds. I downloaded the Xenia M xbox 360 emulator to my xbox one s so that i can play the unreleased goldeneye Ooh. remaster i have to change it switch it over to dev mode and get the that's right fancy. rom installed but yeah that's i'm excited to, to play that because what they have on the xbox now is basically just yeah the n64 version upres. right upres a little bit however it's got achievements so uh that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, the Switch version has cheats. <laughs> that's that's true. Um, this and online actually, I did play the Switch version to play online with one of my buddies, like back in freaking middle school. It was weird, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, uh, I I played it on the Xbox. I literally only played the first level, and then I was like, wow, this is really weird to play GoldenEye with dual stick controls. Um, so, um, I'm used to the C buttons. Like, that's uh, completely natural to me. And I can, like, yeah. can flip-flop between dual stick and N64 controls like, like that. Like, it's perfectly natural. Playing GoldenEye on the Xbox was a total mind screw. Same. My... my thumbs wanted to do one thing 
but the controller's like, nah, you got to do this other thing. Especially, yeah, no, totally, because, like, you know, I had literally just gotten done playing with my buddy, um, you know, playing multiplayer. We had said goodbye, and I was like, okay, cool, I'm going to go boot up the Xbox version to try and get some achievements, because, like, yeah, you know, I'm into GoldenEye right now. And then I, I booted up the first level, the dam, and, um, like, you know, if you know GoldenEye, you know what circle strafing is. And I tried to do like the circle strafe and like it just doesn't work because it's dual stick. So I'm, I, I was just like, I, okay, I don't know what to do here. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm broken. My body is broken. I, I did find out though that like um, apparently it kind of does the circle strafe automatically by just, uh, just you using the dual stick controls. But it just feels weird to me. It doesn't feel like GoldenEye. Um, so the circle strafe, so many multiplayer matches. Um, we would do, we, we started out with license to kill with pistols and then we discovered that if you do normal mode, but bring the health all the way to negative 10, it's one hit kill unless you have body armor and then the body armor absorbs the hit. Sure. So, so that's how we would play it. And just so many matches of just two of us just running circles. <laughs> and then the slappers just... Unloading flips. Bang, 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 bang. Reload, reload, reload. Bang, 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 bang. Crap, I'm out of ammo. <laughs> yeah, th- that's exactly it. You run out of the ammo, and then the last resort is the slappers. Yeah, it's great. And the and, and what's great about doing the negative 10 thing is you can't just kill them with one slap. You have to, like... Go in, hit them, back up so that they can't shoot you. Go in, hit them, back up so they can't shoot you. <laughs> oh, God, man, I yeah. I, I do, too. And it's you can't you can't rebuild that, right? Like, Because we went in and played multiplayer GoldenEye, and it was fun. Like, we had a good time, but, like, it's it's not it's not the same, you know? Like, it's like, oh, yeah, there's jank. Yeah, no, like, you're not... Um, I'm not peeking over onto his side of the screen, see, and him literally being in the corner of some level of the facility so that I can't <laughs> figure out where he's at. But oh my he's, God. But he's laid so many death traps in proximity mines that if I go in the wrong spot, I'll die. That's GoldenEye to you, me. You, you know, know what about I mean? The, the, you know about the like uh, eye-closing mode, right? No. If you crouch down and then hold the aim button and see down, the screen will go dark. I You're think, lying. I could remember, this, could, this, could, this could be a Mandela effect. This could be a Mandela <laughs> sure. effect, but I seem to remember that we used to like go to an area where we were hard to see and then just kind of black out our screen so that you know, we're just sitting here like da, 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 nobody. <laughs> um, I know. Yeah, I, that that could thing... be a thing. I kind of remember that like vaguely because, like, you know, we would go back and forth between Perfect Dark and Goldeneye, and inevitably we would play the facility in both. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, no. Oh man, so many memories. The uh, the other thing that we used to uh, love doing is. Um, and they ch- they fixed this for Perfect Dark, but in Goldeneye, the spawns were um, sequential. So when oh, one right. person died, like, then they move on to the next spawn area. So as long as you remembered where the last person spawned, you could, as soon as somebody died, charge over to the next uh, spawn area, stand just outside of the circle, because, you know, if you're too close, they'll spawn in the next one. 
So stand just far enough away that they'll spawn and then charge at them and kill them immediately. No, that used to be a, uh, a, a thing, actually, because we would play 2v2 a lot. And um, it would be like, okay, if the person dies, the other person has to cover them because you can't let the other person like literally just throw a proximity mine right where the, they're, you're going to spawn and you're just going to die again. You oh, know? yeah, that too. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that is a legit Proximity thing. mines in the spawn places. Uh-huh. My favorite uh -huh. was in facility where you do the thing where you can actually go back up into the vent. And then just throw a proximity mine in the vent. Right. So somebody spawns, <laughs> right. they're stuck in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So many good memories. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was uh, Goldeneye. Um, I only got to play a two-person match with one of my buddies, but it was still hella fun. Um, we're going to have to do an Infendo game night I, one of these nights and just get, get four of us together and play. I think so. I think so. The problem there is I don't think that Steve or Lucas have nostalgia for Goldeneye, so we might have to find some infrendos to play with us. But yeah, I'm in. I am in. I'm sure um, Snazzy would be on. He's he was never good at it, but but he always played with us in school. So sure, I was never good at it either, but it was still fun. Um, the next game that I've been playing, switching gears a little bit. Um, is another Xbox uh, Game Pass game. This, I guess, maybe a theme for Eugene, as you guys may have seen. Um, and I've only played maybe an hour of it, but it was so fun. I, I like so, 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 so fun. It's called Hi Fi Rush. It is a Bethesda joint. I want to say, and don't quote me here, but I think that this is like the same guy that did like um, Shadow of the Damned. I don't know. I, I forget the guy's name. But, um, yeah, it is a fun beat-em-up game that is music-based. So, like, all of the, um, so, like, if you're, you know, you're hitting somebody, it's all kind of in theme with the music. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah, it, it is really, really, really fun. And, and again, I've, this is only me playing for, like, about an hour, and then I kind of had to put it down because it was, like, you know, one in the morning. But... I am going back to that game tonight because I had such a good time with it. Hi-Fi Rush. It's got like a um, like a comic booky theme, you know, like an anime look to it. Um, and yeah, I I'll be talking. To try it, knowing that it's Game Pass. Game Pass, yeah, it's Game Pass. It's free. So um, if you got Game Pass, there's really no reason not to. That game is amazing. The last game that I want to talk about, and it's a game that I've already talked about, but I want to talk about it more. It's called Vampire Survivors. Um, may have heard me talk about it in shows past. I love the hell out of this game. I finally have um, almost gotten all the achievements for it. The last thing I need to do is, um, I think there's like a... a I, I don't know. I have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure I have to like beat this mode without like taking a hit or something like that. So that's going to be a tough one. Um, but yeah, I am uh, just all in on Vampire Survivors. I've earned all of the characters at this point. Um, I think I might download the DLC um, and actually give this developer some money because this is another Game Pass game, Vampire Survivors. Um, yeah, it's fun. Fun, 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 fun. That's the game where I guess if you haven't heard about it before, I, I like to describe it as a bullet hell game where you're the bullet hell. Um, I oh, think I yeah, heard... you were talking about this last week. 
Yeah, I, I, I heard that on, um, I think, like, Giant Bomb or some other podcast described it that way. But it's so true. It really is. Because, like, you can start leveling up your character. And then, like, by the end of the 30-minute or 15-minute run, depending on which level you're in, um, you are just, like, in god mode if you've gotten the right weapons, you know? So, yeah, super fun. Another Game Pass game. Also, it's, like, five bucks on everything else. So it's, like, on Android and iOS, I'm pretty sure, too, on Steam and everything. So, yeah, Vampire Survivors, another Game Pass must-play, in my opinion. And, yeah, that's... Uh... I really do not take advantage of my Game Pass nearly as much as I should. I feel like I take advantage of Game Pass too much, and it's been making me neglect all of my other consoles. Like, my Switch is sitting over there with, uh, with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, actually, because I have both. And I've maybe put five hours into that game. I, I like, I hate to say it, but Game Pass and, and uh, the Xbox has kind of cannibalized a lot of my Nintendo time. Although, I'm sure I will be back for um, Tears of the Kingdom. But, you know, it is what it is. Like, there's, there's games everywhere. Enjoy them where you want to. It is kind of sad that, you know, when I, when, uh, Tears, or, uh, when Breath of the Wild came out, I was unemployed. And I was sitting at home with, you know, my, my, uh, my toddler. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and so I would just sit and play, play video games, sit and play hours of Breath of the Wild because I had nothing better to do. And it's sad that I don't sure. have that option. With Tears of the <laughs> sure. Kingdom, like I can't just, I can't put a hundred hours into the game in the first month. Right. Oh man, I don't even want to look at my play clock for Breath of the Wild on my between my two switches actually, because I'd have to look at both. But um, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it for this episode. I think we should have a more full cast next week. Lucas should be returning. Who knows if Steve's going to be popping in. You never know with that guy. But um, yeah, thank you, Justin, for popping in. Happy printing. I really hope that you get your uh, prints going because it, it's a fun hobby, but it is, uh, it's, uh, it's not for the faint of heart. So yeah, good luck. Well, one of the one of the things I really want to make, not a practical thing, but um, I downloaded the plans for a Ben Solo lightsaber hilt. <laughs> nice. Which, nice. Which you barely see in the movies, but it's basically the Kylo Ren one without the cross guard and it's silver instead of black. Um, and like you only see it for like that one flashback mm -hmm. scene in uh, in in The Last Jedi. But I'm like. Like I, I have to have it, and they don't. The only official one they sell is at like Disneyland and Disney World, and it's like three hundred dollars. Like, right. I'm gonna three D print this. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like I can buy a three D printer for that and print three of them. Um, exactly. But... <laughs> so, yeah, good luck with that. I, I know 3D printing is tough, but once you get the hang of it, it's addicting, man. Like I, like I said, this thing's been going forever. I've got a, got all these figurines that I've been printing all over the place. You know, it just, just print stuff, you know? It's fun. Um, Every, all right. Everybody, everybody's going to get something 3D printed for Christmas this year. I already <laughs> That's right. That's right, and you're going to like it. Gosh darn it. Um, all right, well, that's it for this show. Thank you. Justin. Thank you, Ghost of Lucas and Ghost of Steve. Um, you can find them on their various platforms. Um, go to the show notes for show notes for that. 
Um, thank you for sticking around. I know Infendo's been gone for a while, but we're back. We're back in a regular cadence, so we're happy to be there. All right, catch you guys later on. See you next week. Bye-bye, adios. Good night, and do the Mario. Yeah! Do the Mario! Swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go. Do the Mario. Take one step, and then again, let's do the